Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Eels in the Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we have Polish Rob in the house, Mr. Rob Milanowski. 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 With an M A L, correct? M A L. M A L. How's it going, man? Good, good. Thanks for having me, man. I'm excited to be here. Have you ever done a podcast before? Uh, BSB. The BSB. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, cool. So. But none. Is there? We're gonna gr- we're gonna grill you today, and in, in, yeah. in a good way. I haven't been grilled, so okay. it's my first grilling. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, thanks for joining us, Chris. How you doing? What's up? Cheers to the medals, guys. Cheers. Nazdrovia. Yep. We had to get the emergency uh, regular six pack today. Not the tall boys. Not the trademark tall, tall Not boys. Not the trademark tall boys, but we did come through. I had to bear the. Uh, South Loop Walgreens, which is a jungle in and of itself. There's yeah. people shouting things in there. The cashiers are very slow. But I made it out, guys. <laughs> All right, you uh, made it. I'm very happy to be here. Uh, we're going to take you through the buffet <laughs> line today, Rob. Are you familiar? Yeah, I am. Okay. All right. Uh, For those who aren't, mm-hmm. right. do you uh, want to explain the buffet line, Chris? Yeah, it's made up of the salad bar, the hot plate, and the dessert. Mm-hmm. Salad bar, hot takes... Uh, no, salad bar is not hot takes. Salad bar is fresh takes. Fresh takes. Right. You know, just like a crouton on your salad. Some people like that. I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlie does. Many people like croutons. <laughs> croutons are amazing. Croutons that's are that's what makes the salad, really. It's the cheese. Uh, you know. Not every salad. Not, that's uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get okay. there. <laughs> uh, on the hot plate, uh, main course, main focus of the pod, which is Rob and Lodowski, a.k.a. Polish Rob. Right. And on the dessert is guilty pleasures and uh, some fan submitted questions and ward association. Yeah. And the reason why we do the buffet line is because, first of all, we needed a gimmick. That gimmick is we believe wrestling is a buffet. Um, it's we, not a gimmick. It's a way of life. It's a way of life. It's a, way, it's a thought. It's a way of thinking. <laughs> it is. Um, if you notice, like, we cover many different promotions. We actually, we're really mo- mostly focused on independence. That's a part of the buffet line that we choose to eat from, mostly. Um, but we don't discriminate. We don't discriminate against opinions, like whatever you like, if you want to come on and talk about it. That's why we have the dessert section. If you want to talk about something tangentially related to wrestling in the dessert section, like Eagle Tea Pleasure, like that's what that section's for. There you go. So we try to open up to all facets of discussion. Beautiful. Related to wrestling, yeah. Great. Chris, I'm going to let you lead because you put together this beautiful agenda, and then I'll just jump in and cut you off when I feel like it. All right. <laughs> per usual. <laughs> uh, so let's jump into the salad bar. Mm-hmm. Salad bar is introducing our guest, Rob Milanowski. Rob is a filmmaker, shoots and edits films for AEW and Warrior Wrestling. He's a creator of And Then There Was King, which we I just talked to you briefly about that, which I love that. I just watched that. It's today. a short film. With for Eddie Kingston, mm-hmm. um, he also has done the same with David Starr. Uh, the name of that film is Mastermind, Mans Warner, A Dramatic Pause, and those are just a few of the ones that you've made. There's a lot coming in the queue. Right. That's just a little bit about Rob. But Rob, the opening question that we normally have is, what is it that you love about wrestling? I've always been so like, to be honest, I've never been drawn by like you know the moves and and, and kind of the matches itself. It's okay, been, it's been more of characters and and kind of storylines. Okay, I've always loved like you know Hulk Hogan wasn't the greatest wrestler. Like let's just you know he wasn't his moveset right. wasn't phenomenal. No, he had a leg drop, three punches, you know, big boots to the face, and you're done, right? But right. but the story like with his with the Macho Man feud and everything like that okay. that gets you invested for me at least, you know. Right. And, 
I've always gravitated towards that because I've always been like a creative mind, a creative person. Um, I've always like, you know, I've always gravitated towards that. So I when, when wrestling, when I was watching when I was younger, I really didn't really pay attention to the matches. I just paid attention to the storylines and what's going on backstage cool, and cool, things cool. like that. So that's what really drew me into it when I first started. So This is awesome because this is so cool because it's such a contrast from, I think, a lot of other guests we've had. Yeah. And a contrast from Chris and I, which is cool as well because, like, sure, we like storyline, but I think if Chris and I, like, if a match isn't put together then, like, the storyline isn't fulfilled for us. So it's cool. This, this is, like, the exact reason why wrestling is a buffet. Right. Like, so you have heavily focus on, like, the promo aspect and all of that, yeah. that stuff before. And don't get me wrong. Like, the matches, too, tell yeah, a story, correct. you know. And, mm-hmm. and, like, you have to tell the story in the match. But, like, leading up to it, the story leading up to the match and then telling that story in the match is, like, what really gets me invested into it. You know what I mean? So Cool. What was that uh, that moment where you're like, okay, I, I like this storytelling aspect of wrestling. Is there like a specific match or a specific moment that you can go back to and say that that's when you became a wrestling fan? Man, I would say like Macho Man Hulk Hogan, that feud. Yeah, okay. yeah. like I had the the VHS tape. Uh, I forget what it was called. Uh, it was like it was a yellow box. I forget what the name was. Mm, like Elizabeth okay. was on the on the cover, and Macho Man's holding her up in the air. Okay. Um, but I would watch, I probably watched that like over a hundred times, like, yeah. you know, and I don't know how I got it. I don't remember where I bought it. Like my mom probably got it from me or something. Right. But like that storyline, like even though I go back on the network, I still watch it. Like I'm still like, you know, into mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? And I think that's where it started off for me was yeah. that storyline. Yeah. And I know. I think I, th- I look back. I remember I had a sting tape that I watched just like endlessly and like, as a kid, as a kid growing up, I had like no concept of when the show was on. I knew like Monday nights, yeah. But I never, I felt like I never policed myself. Like when when I wanted to watch TV, if wrestling was on, I would watch it. But I wouldn't like schedule right my day around yep. it. So when I was in the mood for it and wrestling was was on, then I would just go straight to that same videotape. Yep. like every time and just watch it on repeat to the point where you'd like memorize it. That's how it was too, man. Same way, Coliseum video. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So that that feud then was about like jealousy, right? Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. And it kind of like the story arc about that is just like you know they're friends, 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 and then it kind mm-hmm. of like you could see like the subtle things that they were doing to kind of get it to where it got, you know. Yeah. And then if you just watch the crowd reactions of just that whole story, is it's just amazing. Like I, crowds react still, like but not like what they did in the past, in my opinion, because yeah. they were so invested in that story. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like they really thought that. You know that that was a shoot, and and in some case it might have been. You know, it might have been. If but like that's what it felt like. You know, so right. and that's why like I love that stuff because, you know, as a fan, you're like, damn shit, like Macho Man just, you know, was going nuts on Hogan. You know what I mean? Like I thought they were boys. You know, so it's that's what that's what I loved about it, man. Right. And that's that's like the key moment of my of my wrestling fandom. That's sweet. In the small introduction I did, um, I mentioned AEW and Warrior Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Are those the only two promotions that you're currently working with yeah. at the moment? Yeah, those are yeah. the only two, yeah. Correct. And uh, like, so we talked a little bit before we started recording about, you know, how you guys started. And you mentioned that, that it was Warrior Wrestling who, you know, you went up to and, and, and did yeah. your first gig. How did that happen? Like, why Warrior Wrestling? I mean, it's also a fairly new promotion. Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, I was like, I went to AEW back in 2016 for the first time with my mm. buddy because um, I was like getting into like NXT was kind of coming out a little bit, okay. little by little. Right. And I was like, let me just check out like indies. And I was just because I wasn't really like a huge indies fan, to be honest. Um, right. I just never got into it. But then like, 
I was like, let me check it out. Tommaso Ciampa's on there. You know, he's like kind of in NXT, so I wanted to see it. And yeah. I fell in love with it. I, I was like, man, this is, this is awesome, you know? So I was like, and I got that itch. I'm like, man, I do, I've been doing music videos and like weddings, like mm -hmm. in my video career. And uh, like, I like doing rap videos and stuff. And the, but there came to a point where I was like, I needed something fresh. And I started doing weddings. And then that paid well, you know, like on the side. So it kind of helped me well. yeah. Yeah, build my, my gear up. But then okay. like, I just didn't have, it didn't give me like that creative outlet that I really was seeking. I, I loved doing it, but like wrestling, I was like, I got to try wrestling. You know what I mean? I was like, I want to be able to tell these stories, right? So what I did was, I think it was like some random day. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to search some like independent promotions around the area where I live. And like, I think it was just a chance where like in May, Steve was having Warrior One. Right. And Chicago Heights, Illinois is like probably like 15, 20 minutes from my house. And I live right. in Indiana. Mm -hmm. Close to the border. So I like reached yeah. out. I said, hey, um, the, like I've done, here's my portfolio of weddings that I've done and some of the stuff I, I'd like to get a shot and, and see if what I can do for, Did for the show. Did you insert Macho Man's wedding in there? No, just no, 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 no. <laughs> just like some of the weddings, like I, I showed like the one I was showing. <laughs> like I did a wedding in Vegas with like a drone and stuff. So like that was like my demo nice. reel, you know. So I was like, I brought out the, the big guns and then Steve reached out. He's like, hey, look, uh, you know, come mm -hmm. come down. Feel free to, to do what you want to do and the rest was history. I, I went to the first show and I just did my, like, st I didn't know what I was doing as far as, like, you know, I didn't know, like, how to, you know, I have to shake everybody's hand walking in. I didn't know, like, the ethics and, and kind of the mm -hmm. traditions. Yeah. So I was kind of like a neophyte walking around like a, you know, <laughs> kid with a camera. Um, but I just shot it the way I would shoot it, like a, a music video or, or if I did a wedding, I just did what I visionally always saw and, and it turned out I just made, like, a mini movie of a seven-minute thing and it kind of, more from there you know what i mean so cool. what did you what, what was your mindset going in like were you gonna get matches or were you gonna do backstage or like were you just a combination of that like so what i first when i got there i was like they're setting up the ring so i was like let me get some of these shots of the ring getting set up sure. and then i was like all right let me i always like the backstage right before they go out like i to me that's like ama mm. like amazing i don't know it's it's, it's kind of a weird Cause like they're about to go to war, you know what I mean, and they got that look, and it's kind of to capture that is kind of you don't really see that as a fan because right, you're not behind, that's the behind the curtain, yeah. you know. And then like when you watch that back, you can like it's kind of it, you kind of get drawn to that because you don't really regularly see that, right? So okay. I wanted to capture that, and then the in ring action too is like you know I, I tried one of my buddies was actually helping me, mm -hmm. so we were doing two vantage points, and I wanted to kind of get it one from a crowd perspective and then one from like an in ring like close mm -hmm. to an in ring perspective so so it worked out nice. you know and, and the rest is history i guess so it's cool so then were you proud of like like that first initial effort and like the seven minute video yeah satisfied? i was like, like instantly hooked okay. i was like you know i put the edit together i think it was like seven or eight minutes but it was like if you watch it if i watch it back now i'm like man i don't know like oh, like <laughs> could have done better but it was like a seven minute long video of just like highlights from it and stuff like it was kind of it has some of my stuff that i do now in it but it wasn't uh mature yet you know just put it that way sure um but yeah i'm proud of it i mean it's the first thing i've done so nice. you know it's where i started right i think yeah. i remember watching we watched that video together yeah. first i think mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. awesome all right so that concludes the salad part right mm -hmm. but we have to go circle back to that initial question or what is your favorite part of an actual salad favorite part man favorite ingredient 
I'm gonna yeah. go with croutons, yeah. man. <laughs> croutons. I mean, croutons is I used to eat croutons out of the bag. <laughs> yeah, <same. laughs> you know? same. Like, so you can't go wrong. It's it's that crunch. Yeah, you know right. I mean? uh, all right, I can't blame you, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm not Remains crazy, man. I'm not crazy. <laughs> Maybe right. a little bit. Um, all right, so you ready for the hot plate? I'm ready. All right, so let's open up the hot plate by asking you this question here. Um, although you already talked about uh, Warrior Wrestling being, you know, your initial, uh, you know, testing ground or whatever, you, yep. you, you did you did your creative portion there, and, and you started, you know, going from there. Uh, you also did some stuff with Pam Onyx, mm-hmm. and, and how did that like? So like, so now then you you're now part of AEW. How do you go from there to AEW and producing all these great f- short films? So. You know, after the first show for Warrior, I kind of was like, all right, I, you know, I did that, got the itch, and I was like, man, I need to, like, get a hold of a, one of the guys from the show and kind of see if we can build a vignette and kind of do some, like, side project with it. And, sure. and, and, and you know, no pun intended, Project Monica. Project. <laughs> but, you know, I reached out to Pat. Like, I don't know why I picked Pat. Like, I, I just, you know, I, he was on, I think he was the first match on the card, but, like, I, yeah. he's the first person that stuck on my mind yeah. i was like easily approachable guy yeah in general so reached out to him and i'm like hey man i got you know i got some ideas like that i wanted you know do some sh- uh short stuff with you and short films and things like that and uh you know he's like yeah man i'm down so we kind of linked up and kind of first started doing what is what is project monix i, I wanted right. to get that mm-hmm. out there for him you and caught him at the cusp of yeah breaking into that project monix exactly and mm-hmm. he's kind That's of I mean building that character and so yeah. it kind of you know like kind of fate brought us together and him and djz were roommates at the time um from what i remember and mm-hmm. and, yep. and those two really kind of helped me like brought me along in the in the wrestling business a little bit okay uh you know they kind of you know both as far as promos and dj was really like really just kind of gave me some tips on what they like what they're looking for and what kind of how to how they bridge them and things like that kind sure. of you know when i when i edit it you know, he's like, oh, try this and this. And I was like, okay, that doesn't make any sense. But I did it. I'm like, oh, okay, I see why you, you were doing that. So it was a big help to where I'm at now is those two, you know, kind of gave me my reps in the, in the business. You know what right. I mean? And that was huge for me, getting those reps. Awesome. How did you get in contact with AEW? Oh, yeah. So that went from, so I was doing that. And then uh, Mike Petkovich posted that they were looking for a video editor. Okay. I was like, man, this is, this is uh golden opportunity here yeah. i was like let's do it you know i've always i've come in full circle from yeah because like your first indie experience yeah well i yeah. i think in 2016 i reached out to them saying hey uh, you know i'll be kind of what i did with steve but like they had they had a guy and he was good i, mm-hmm. I forget his name but he was yeah. he was really good at the time so it didn't work out then but i was like screw it i'm gonna here's my here's my work here i did some of the stuff for pat monix and 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 warrior and i send my work and and they reviewed a bunch of submissions, and they they chose me. And okay. I was supposed to start out as a just a editing, you know, trailers and stuff like that. And you know, I was like, the actually the Lineham tournament that's coming up is gonna be my like one year anniversary. So wow, yeah, it feels like it's been longer because uh, you I know, you've right? so much out. Yeah. So it's like it's you know I, I love that tournament too. And I was like, I asked them, I'm like, hey, is it alright if I come and just film, do what I do? Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, come on down. So. And then here we are, you know, like, that's yeah. where it all kicked it off. Yeah, all of a sudden we see a videographer or 
you know, I think that's the right term. Yeah. You know, with or big old. Or do you prefer cinematographer? I like, I like filmmaker, you know? Filmmaker. Like that's, that's, well, we yeah. saw somebody with huge equipment yeah. and, and walking around AEW. I'm like, oh, this is going to turn out nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Well, well, congrats, first of all, on that, you know, thanks, first thanks. year with AEW. And, right. And like Charlie sure. said, it's feel, it feels like it's been longer than that just because of the 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 quality and the, the amount of videos that have been turned yeah, out after that work. appreciate mm-hmm. that I think it's appreciate awesome. it Definitely. Uh, so is so filmmaking is this something that that you do full time would you like to do it full time uh, I do not do it full time I'd love to um, I mean I have a my shoot job is is nothing related to filmmaking right you know I, I work in a production facility uh, making you know I don't you know we make aerospace parts there so it's like okay. complete okay. opposite what i you know what i love to do i love to do filmmaking i vote you know it's one of my dreams is to work you know full-time yeah um as a filmmaker um but it's really tough to get into that field yeah. but i'm gonna keep plucking away at it and some, okay. if an opportunity comes up you know i mean that's something i have to consider yeah absolutely. Um, but i loved i'd love to I'd love to do it full time, absolutely, because like it doesn't feel like work, you know. Right. Twelve hour editing day, like on a Saturday, where like you know people are calling me like to do stuff on a Saturday. I'm sitting there and I call it the lab, like just editing. It doesn't feel like you know. I wake up at six in the morning and I, like I'll go to like six or seven or eight at night. Wow. And it doesn't even feel like I did it like that long, you know. So. That's awesome. That's yeah. a great feeling. Yeah. Because the worst feeling is when you're, like willing yourself just to try to do like the bare minimum or something yeah. like i i mean i have those i'm not gonna not lie i have those days in my job where it's just like i just do not want to do this right right you know and it's like i have so much work i'm not i'm not bored i'm just bored with it right if you know what I'm so i'm just like willing myself to try to like go through the motions so yeah. i have those days and it's a yeah it's, having the opposite is really really yeah. nice yeah doesn't feel like work yeah so we talked about the films and then there was king Mm-hmm. and mastermind and a dramatic pause yeah. right yep. like i think so when i first watched the video before watching the video you know seeing the title grabbed my attention mm-hmm. do you come up with those titles or is it a collaborative process with AEW production or no it's uh, it's all have, me for yeah? the most part okay. yeah um there the, the mastermind one it eventually it had an e in it and actually i um I think his name is Gino. He's a, he's a fan of AEW. He's like, hey, take oh, the E out. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, on Twitter, I'm like, yeah, it's, I mean, why don't I think of that? It's that brilliant. That's very smart, yeah. So, yeah. like, I'm always open to feedback, and but for the majority of the time, like, I'm, I'm, I try to tie the titles into either the character or who that person is. So, like, right. for example, Eddie Kingston, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a huge DMX fan. Um, you know, and, and he's always posting DMX lyrics and things like that. And I'm like, all right, so we've done three videos for wrestling. You know, like right. at, the, at the time we had Jake something, we mm-hmm. had Kurt Stanley and then David Starr. And I'm like, well, we still have Eddie Kingston left, right? So it was only fitting that there, yeah. and then there was X a- album name yeah, yeah, for yeah. DMX. Okay. And then there was King, right? Okay. Because it's the last one of the of the series. And it's, you know, mm-hmm. Makes sense. Eddie Kingston's the legend. You know, he's been in the game for 17 years. It's yeah. only fitting he goes last. I right? heard that like 10 times today. 17 years, yeah. 17 years. <laughs> Come it's at like, me, partner. <laughs> ingrained in my skull. If anyone asks me that trivia question within the next 17 right. years, I'm going to get it. Oh, man. Um, and then uh, during the videos, are you just kind of like, how's it, how's it put together? Are you just kind of like sitting down and, and throwing questions at them? Or do you have kind of like a story that you want to tell and then you throw them like, you know, probably like bait 
Or yeah, so it's it's a combination of, okay. of a couple things. So like first, gotta know where the storyline's going um, mm-hmm. with an AAW, right, and where they're where they're headed. And then on the same time is like I I kind of want to intertwine with what the storyline is, and then kind of uh, with their backstory. If I'm trying to go that route, it's like with Eddie, I was trying to do the whole career of of AAW. Yeah. So I kind of I write down like I would say five to ten questions that I want to ask, okay. and then we go from there. Trent really uh, Trent Zubery. Also uh, helps me out to you know he's I give him the questions and then he adds on to them if he's mm-hmm. like feel because like I want to focus on filming I know what questions I want to ask but if I'm asking questions and trying to focus on you know the the shot and and the sound and make sure that's right it's kind of difficult so he's been a big help cool. in the past couple ones too as well like where he's just been kind of doing the the interview and dialogue part of it so mm, okay. doing trend things. Doing yeah, Trent. doing Trent things, you know, yeah. you know, he's a talker. So. That, and that piece in the Eddie one, where he, where he's like, uh, oh, we talked about this, and I told you not to ask me this question. Yeah. Like I thought that little touch, whether that was planned or not, like I'm like, yeah. that's fucking amazing. That, like, I, I love that part. That part, yeah, that's that that's not a, that I would I can't claim that that's okay. Eddie, because um, mm-hmm. yeah. I would say the the most collaborative one that I've done so far is with Eddie Kingston. Okay. You know, I bounced some ideas off of him, and he bounced some ideas off of me, and and kind of that's how it morphed, um, and it, it was a great like I appreciated that too because like you know it's not a one way street you know it's also mm-hmm. you know. You know, AAW helps me in kind of what direction we want to go to. They tell me, you know, if we want to focus on this or this, then then I'll, I'll work on that. But also on the same time, you know, you got to work with the talent and see what they're comfortable right. with and what you know what they like too. So it's kind of a, you know, you got to be a team, you know, and and not just because I say something is not is not the end. Right. We have to make sure that we're all on the same page and and it makes sense. If we've learned anything in the past couple of months, is don't hand a seventeen year veteran a script. Yeah. He's not gonna like yeah, that. No, he's got to have his, his input on it. Yep, exactly, exactly. Which one has been your favorite so far? Um, I would say, yeah, probably with Eddie Kingston. Um, and Eddie Kingston for the reason is because his character. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Eddie seems so real. I mean, that's who he is, you know. And and to tell that was it was uh, was definitely something that I always looked forward to doing. It was on my list for a long time. And I'm glad I got to do it, um, but I did like do like it's. I love doing all of them. Like uh, Jake something was one of my favorites too. Kurt Stallion, like right. um, you know, I like doing Josh Alexander. Even Josh was great to work with. Oh, I wish that one. I have to watch. Yeah, I know that one was. Uh, it, we we didn't have much time, so it was right. only like seven minutes. Okay. Um, but there's obviously I want to do more with Josh. Cause Josh is great. You yeah. Know? Um, but just because one comes out doesn't mean it's the end, you know. I want right. to do more and kind of build layers on top of them. So that's the goal. Cool. Um, is there uh, so which which other ones are, are up next that you can talk about? Um, Paco, up, <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag push top, push Paco. <laughs> push Paco uh, yes. No, but first one that's coming up next is the besties. Um, that, right, right, right. That one, mm-hmm. um, you know, is long overdue. They've been in AEW since 2012. Um, so yeah. I want to pay homage to them. And oh, can geez. we get a big yeah. screening for that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the plan. I think that's going to be a longer one. Um, I'm still, it's still in the works. And uh, can we you know, can we bring in Savage Garden to play a live set? <laughs> and then we can pull it. that off. I mean, <laughs> that would get over. So hey, GCW much. got Weedus. So really, so step up your game, AEW. Let's bring, do it. Bring it, in. <laughs> bring it to that would be fucking amazing. <laughs> that would. That would, man. Um, so we got them. Um, then I got Sammy Callahan, um, which I'm excited about. Um, yeah. That one's gonna be yeah. intense. 
Um, just filming it was great. Uh, Sammy was great to work with. And then we have uh, a new series that we're doing is called The Crew. Um, which we're focusing this. on backstage, mm-hmm. uh, the crew. So Tyler Voles is going to be up next. It's going to okay. be actually first person that we're going to do. Um, kind of focus on you know what he does for AEW and 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 like the announcing and things like that. Um, so that's up. And then we also have um, it's not in production yet, um, but Paco. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I talked to him. So true underdog story. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, in the lineup tournament. We're gonna sit down with him and, and get him. Um, uh, I really want to do Just Havoc too. I think it's time. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. I, you know, it's time to get the champion um, behind the lens. So I'm gonna talk to her next show too. So that's that's on the docket. Um, so it's a full docket. It is. It is. <laughs> you know, we have we have a couple more weeks in between shows. So now it's time to really get to work and, and get these get these out. So that's uh, yeah. Jessica Havoc is gonna be good because. We, I mean, we talked to her like a couple of years ago, I want to say, but it was like right when we were kind of starting to pick up momentum, but it was like probably still, I probably still have to put in like my top three conversations ever that we've had with people. Yeah. It was a really great conversation. Trent actually helped, did some Trent things, helped facilitate it. It was right after she won the belt. That's right. The at first LaSalle. time at the cell. And um, yeah, so she's really open, really honest. So I'm sure yeah. like it's going to be, a, you know, a really good one. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that one too. Cool. Where are you getting the B-roll from? What do you mean? The B. This is like like uh, with the Jake something one. There's like a car on fire or a bus. I can't can't give away all my secrets, man. Eddie <laughs> Kingston. There's yeah. like oh you well you have a drone. I do have a drone. Okay, yeah. so I'm, was those those your drone shots? Uh, some some are. No, no, that wasn't. Was that no, not Yonkers? No, no. <laughs> you know, I can't okay. give away those secrets. Sure. But, okay. Uh, Protect the biz. You know, um, <laughs> but one, I'll give you guys a funny story real quick with the with the drone. Okay. Um, so when I was trying to do some shots in Logan, what was it, uh, Never Say Die, I think okay. it was, um, and I couldn't get up. The The drone couldn't fly because there's a Cubs game, and, like, there's geofencing. So, like, if there's, like, a big oh. event or something, you can't fly within that radius. So like it the, reached all the way from Wrigley to yeah. Logan. So the the, okay. the radius it's, it's really not that funny of a story, but I guess it's just interesting. Yeah, uh, it, is. <laughs> it is. Keep going. But it's like I think that the fence, like it's a obviously it's not a real fence, but seven mile radius or whatever radius was is like if anything is in that, you can't you can't lift off. So does your drone just shut down, or do you or did you check some kind of? I turn it on map and or then, something, and then like it's connected to my phone. Okay. And then my phone's like cannot lift off because of. Cubs versus India. So it won't let you lift it. No. It oh, won't. Wow. No and way it's to that go around it. It tells you what is yeah. going on. Yeah. It told me the, that's why I was like, it wasn't oh, like sh-. little Janie's having a birthday party no, down the no, street. No. You can't. <laughs> no, but if it was like a concert or something like that, then they, they usually put that fence up. And I mean, you can't go close to airports. Like, yeah, that's yeah. a given. Uh, but yeah. that, that's the first time I saw something like that. So I was like a little, little upset about that. But, you know, it's life. You know? That's cool. crazy because, uh, so, you know, I, I've always been curious about drones but i've you know never dug too much into it um i did see um you know basil has some great shots with this drone Mm -hmm. and my instant my initial thought is like okay he got a drone early on where there was none of this geofencing stuff yeah yeah. but yeah like i didn't know like they just don't allow you to like one thing is like well you're not allowed to but you still do it no the drone just won't go just won't like like even if you go towards the airport let's say for example like you'll it'll stop like right here and yeah. there's like nothing blocking it obviously but just 
the GPS will it like, like fall out of the sky or it just stops it just stops it like okay. it won't go I mean invisible I mean, walls we've all played video games right yeah ever that's what it is wall? that's what it is when you go to the end <laughs> yeah. of the game like the complete end of the spectrum and you can't go any further that's it's geofencing like, yeah there's know? clearly nothing in front of you but your character's just running <laughs> yeah. in place yeah, yeah so. I like that it's crazy that is an interesting story you know, yeah. about that. yeah so I did mention Basil he's part of uh, Team Cart mm-hmm. can you explain ZMT I can't. That's the same thing. Uh, I can't. Why Nate do you want to know? What is it? Why do you want to I don't fucking know what it is. I, I can't. Just, I, well, once Nate told me he couldn't explain it, I'm like, well, might as well just throw this, yeah. this question in here. One day one day it'll come out, man. I'm sorry. Unfortunately, I can't be the one that, that gives you that information. You know? You're curious. Yeah, yeah I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So to wrap up the hot plate, if you were at a buffet line or in a buffet of food, mm-hmm. What would be on your hot plate in your main course? Man. This isn't, we really, we don't really ask any more food questions after the salad, so you're getting a lot of food. I don't even know, today. man. I'm like, I like it all, man. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm not really like, there's not one food that sticks out on a, on a buffet for me, you know, like chicken. I don't know. It's, it's not really a good answer. I know that. <laughs> you guys are looking for like, no. you know, you know, like brisket, like cover. I don't even know what I would say. <laughs> I don't know. Like I like rotisserie chicken. I mean, okay. that that's okay. something I count enjoy. It, yeah. You know, if you want to count that, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really put much thought into that. Just, <laughs> yeah. We're in the hot plate. That's a good question. We really, really put much yeah. thought into that. I mean, <laughs> for me, I think I would say uh, I I've always every time I've been to a buffet, I always look for mac and cheese. I don't know. Yeah, okay. that's a really good one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, like that. Like that's a must-have. Like yeah, you know, I'll poke around other stuff, but I'll mac and that. cheese. I'll say yeah. that or like pulled pork or something. You got me thinking pulled barbecue pork. now. <laughs> do, wait, hold on. Uh, do you have any like uh, uh, aspiring filmmakers or like favorite movies? Yeah, because um, you're cinematic. That's right. You know? Yeah, man. Um, believe it or not, I don't watch a lot of movies or or TV shows. That's shocking. Yeah. considering I know the work you've done. It's crazy. Like I, I am very picky with like movies and like I can't like if I'm watching some, I can't. It's got to be the story like that really captures it and kind of more realistic. So like I would okay. say there's two. There's two main ones like recently that are really like my inspirations. Mr. Robot, the TV show. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. That's what the guy who did the same guy who was uh, Freddie or uh, yeah, Freddie Freddie Mercury. Mercury. Yeah, correct. I can't think of his name. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Rami Malek. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that show is phenomenal. And then okay. the Place Beyond the Pines with Ryan Gosling. Okay. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys have ever seen it, but I have not. that it's got uh, Bradley Cooper in it too. And I was like, probably solid then. It's four or five years ago. Um, the movie Drive. Um, is one of my favorites as well. Who's that? With? Ryan Gosling. Oh, that's, oh I like Gosling. I don't know. Like, he, he, like <laughs> I like Gosling. He like. He, what, do, what do you think about the Notebook? Oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, you know, it was good. It's right? actually pretty I good. Like, I'm not. I, I like the mean, I'm not. A, I'm not ashamed to say the Notebook was pretty. Neither solid. am I. Neither you know, no shame good in my story. game. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But like, if you want to take it back to the old school, I was a big mobster movie guy. So like, yeah. Goodfellas, Godfather. Godfather. Yeah. I recently just watched the Godfather. One, I'm trying to go through again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with the girlfriend, she's never seen them. I'm like, can you please watch the Godfather series with me? Yeah. Uh, so I just watched the first one again, not with her, but I didn't have the patience to for her to say yes. But, and uh, yeah, like more stuff. I'm. It's it's cool to refresh your memories. Like more stuff you pick up on. Yep. Like little minor details. So yeah, I'll let you know. Do you like two or one better? Two. You like two? two okay. Yeah. So I think I've only seen two once. And I think I need to give it like a, like a fair shot. Yeah. I just don't know. One is like really hard to beat, in my opinion. 
One, yeah, I agree. I mean, Marlon yeah. Brando does a phenomenal job, but like two is where the meat is at. You know okay. what I mean? So it's like, you know, The Godfather, in my opinion, is like the story arc again. So it's like, you know, it's 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 like a bell curve, right? It starts the first one's kind of slow, slow, and it kind of builds up, and then two is going to be at the peak, and then three starting to fall down. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. three definitely falls down. Yeah. There's some there's so. some bright spots, but yeah, three definitely falls down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll, did, I'll watch two again, and I'll give it a shot. I'll reassess. Did you uh, did you like or watch uh, Breaking Bad? Uh, no, I've watched no? like a couple episodes and I just stopped. Really? Wow. Yeah, man. I'm shocked. I, I know it's it's <laughs> weird. Like everybody I tell, like when I'm like I don't really watch that much TV or, or movies, and people are like how you know because like I like the I I like capture certain clips that I know and like I watch them over and over again. So for movies, mm-hmm. but I like I won't like watch the whole movie. It's weird. Yeah. You know what you I mean? know you know what's like okay. you know what is like seriously one of the best scenes in all film is the. Is the Billy Bat scene in Goodfellas? Did you see that Goodfellas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Billy Bat scene where they're at the bar and he tells them to go get a shine box. Yeah, 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 yeah dude. That is like I could sit on YouTube and just rewatch that scene <laughs> like constantly. Do you know what I'm talking about, Chris? Uh-uh. Well, no, it, can't it's with uh, Joe Pesci. Yeah, well, Pesci, Joe Pesci, De Niro, Pesci's... and Leota are in it, but Joe Pesci is like the main one getting fired up. No yeah. surprise. And he's yelling at this guy, Billy. If you haven't seen it. Just yeah. go watch it. I'll go watch it. It's, it's a really, really good scene. Great, man. Like it's my great. friends and I quote it like all the time. Pesci, Pesci's phenomenal in that movie, man. It's like you would think like he's like that in real life, you know? He mm-hmm. probably like, is. Maybe. I probably. mean, you got to get it from somewhere, you know? Right, so. right. Okay, that was the last hot plate. All right. Are you ready for dessert? I'm ready. Dessert's my favorite, actually. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, well, what is your favorite venue to shoot at? Man... Favorite venue? Uh, I would, I mean, I would say after being in Milwaukee, Turner Hall Turner is Hall. number one now. That's um, a great venue. I love Bourbon Street for like the look. Um, you know, that's probably I, locally. I would say it's my favorite venue to shoot at because of the lighting and yeah. how it's. Is it really dark? It's not. It's dark uh, in the crowd, but it's not dark in the ring, which where it counts. You know what I mean? So sure. You ever you, you watch basketball? NBA? Uh, not a ton, but sure. All right, yeah. New York Knicks, Madison Square Garden. Yeah. They always dark, like the crowd is always like dark. And yeah. then like the whole, where the uh, players are playing. It's like a theater lighting. It's, exactly. Okay. And I love that look, you know, and that's what bourbon kind of does. Like okay. you can't really see the crowd, but you see what's going on in, in the ring. And that's like, I love that look. Logan, though, um, you know, Logan. There's Logan, light everywhere, though. The, the, the light is tricky to work with, um, the way we have it lit up, but. Mm-hmm. That atmosphere in that building is hard to beat. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. I agree. It gets so damn loud in there, and and the look of Logan is kind of like it gives you those. Uh, remember, like the first episode of Raw that was. I forget what that building's called. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. The, Man- yeah. the Manhattan. Uh, I forget what the building's Wasn't called. Wasn't that in like? Was that in Philly? No. No, you might no. be thinking about the ECW arena. Yeah, I, yeah. Think I, I forget the name of I it. Know, yeah. I know what you're talking about. But yeah. it's got that kind of vibe to it. Obviously, it's not to that level because... It does. You though. know, but it's got that kind of... It's got like the old, like, uh, like the swirls and like the design of like... Right, the, the, the light bulbs yeah. are like exposed and stuff like that. Right. I love that look of it too, so... Yeah, you never got to shoot at uh, at the Berwyn Eagles Club, no, right? never. Did you never. see a show there ever? No, no, no. I, I think it's a special be, place before, to see a show. Yeah, right. before Logan, I I my heart was with Berwyn. Absolutely, because we're so it's like it's the le- it's I think it's the least amount of attendance. We're all jam packed in there. Yeah, it's just like the dingiest but like homiest. It's like that hometown hole in the wall bar that you just love. Right, that you can't get enough of. 
And like the, I remember the buzz before some of those shows because we were just that place was so uh, intimate mm-hmm. and amped up. Yeah, and we would, like so that I heard, was, that was I heard of tacos across the street are, are phenomenal. Yeah, too. they're solid yeah. too. Yeah, real solid. I solid think we've been over there a few times. Yeah. Or, or at four Ks to go over there and eat all the time, <laughs> like after shows. But That's awesome. no, I've never talked to him. So. <laughs> cool. Um, I think Charlie, you put this one in early pick for the JLM. Oh man. <sighs> Is Paco in it? Paco's not in it. They already know. announced, I think, all I of them. I didn't even see He's, I got an I don't know. and a, They announced everyone? I think they announced everyone. I'm I, mean, sure. I haven't seen a bracket, though. No, no bracket, no but bracket just yet. announcements, I think. Uh, maybe. Hopefully. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to have to pick, you know, I'm on the Jake something bandwagon, man. Yeah, that's a really good yeah, one. That's a good pick. I'm that's an go awesome Jake. pick. I would think, like, Jake or, like... The, I feel like the theme has been like someone who has been with AEW a long time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Eddie Kingston fits that. Like it has been what like Sammy was the last one, right? Uh, Elgin, who, Hero. who had a, like yeah, like you. It's almost been like a payoff for someone you just associate with AEW like yeah. automatically, yeah. which you would do with Jake. But he hasn't been there obviously as long as Eddie. Yeah. But Jake is a really good pick as well. Yeah, I, I like the Jake, uh, Jake pick. Like he will be someone fresh, but has some stay at AEW. Yeah. So. And it's a reason to get him in the main at Winnie City Classic. You know. But we'll talk more about the JLM next week. The oh, whole man. crew will be here. Whole crew. Yeah. There's enough yeah. seats. BSB yeah. boys. Yeah. There's yeah. enough. Do we have seats. enough mics? Uh, we will figure that out. Okay. I could bring one of mine. As long as we have AC, I'll be happy. Okay. That's the goal. (laughs) Um, So what's your favorite dessert? Uh, Tres leches. Tres leches. Sir. Did I say it right? Did I say it good? Okay, good. I I take pride in saying (laughs) things correctly. Tres leches. The cake. Cake. Yeah, man. I would say that's been, you know, ever since I had it, there's this place called Calumet uh, Bakery in Calumet City, Illinois, that makes probably the best I've had, man, and just... It's, I would say that's it. All right. I got to tell Navarro's Bakery to step it up. So okay. uh, that's uh, my, my, uh, Subtle my plug. fiance's um, <laughs> Subtle plug. Uh, bakery. I'll give it a shot, man. Wait, before we get into uh, fan-submitted questions, yeah. sure. what wrestling are you watching now? What? Oh, just in, just, just, in general? Just when you're not, like, when you're not working and um, you're just feet up. WWE, I, I'm okay. still, I still watch it, even though, like, uh, you know, I'm not, I haven't Doesn't, been the biggest. Hey, what did we you know? say? <laughs> yeah, it's true. No, I know. Um, I'm, no you know, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say that. Yeah. I watch NXT, and I, like, yeah. I try to keep up as much as I can. Like, I, I, I got the High Spots Network, and, and I, I, I just haven't got a chance to really get my teeth mm-hmm. into that yet. Um, but I've been, I've been a WWE guy since, and WCW guys since right. I was little, and I kind of. You know, that's what I know. Yeah. Um, so I haven't really kind of branched out as much as I would like. Okay. Um, but, yeah. I can imagine. I mean, just with the work alone that you do, you have enough wrestling in your yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, <laughs> that's, I don't... That's what, like, yeah, go, mm-hmm. no, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I don't really watch that much, to be honest. Like, I used to, like, religiously watch Raw and SmackDown every week, but now it's like, even yesterday's show, I didn't watch it, the re- reunion, Raw reunion. Yeah. I didn't, I just didn't watch it. I just yeah. was editing. I knew it was going to be a lot of fluff, so... Yeah. I mean, I don't watch Raw anyways, but... Yeah, I think we stopped watching WWE for a while. Like, well, I'll, I'll try to keep up yeah. and watch stuff here and there, like, uh... We have this hashtag Rob videos during lunch, but since I have Rob I, videos during lunch, yeah, since I watched them all, <laughs> I, I actually looked up highlights of Raw, oh, so man. it seemed fun. Wow, but yeah, that's I have a low not, point. Yeah, wow. I, I have not bottom. dug into yeah. that. 
been no, for a while. Um, that, that I agree with what you're saying, though. Like, it's like okay, I have this gap that I've dedicated to watching wrestling, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, we're recording with this person next week. I should probably like watch that show to catch up on exactly. It. And exactly. then I'm satisfied. It's like I've so I've so much New Japan I want to watch. But I just keep, uh, and I'm not mad about it, but it's just like I just keep watching the independents that we're consuming, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of like content for the week, right. you know? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that even when just like when I'm at the AW show, like filming, like, I, you know, I got a front row seat yeah. pretty much. So like I get my fix in like through the lens, and then it's True. like, you know, and then when I start editing, it's like, I mean, I don't have time to think about like raw, you know? It's like, <laughs> right. you know, so it's kind of like fell you know to the back burner a little bit because you know i gotta focus on doing work mm-hmm. um but yeah that's that's how it goes i cool. guess there's yeah. only yeah. so much time in a day right that's right and then be, uh we're gonna find some night questions but i wanted to open the floor if there's anything else just in general that we didn't ask you about that you wanted to talk about anything wrestling related on your mind or no no, I, no. I think okay. we've covered it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, okay. there's fan submitted questions and then there's word association, so okay. you're not out of the woods yet. All right. All right. So fan submitted questions. Uh, how was your first Cracker Barrel experience, and why did it take you 34 years? Uh, what a clown! <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who asked that. Um, I, it was all right. I mean, I mean, it's, it's just another place. I mean, I had the. Oh, it's a little bit. It's. A little I don't know, good. man. Like they, I gotta say this though. Okay. Cracker Barrel, the service. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. True. True. Like absolutely the nicest uh, waitress we had. Like very respectful. Very you know asking every you know like mm-hmm. how we're doing and stuff. Yeah. It seemed genuine. So like I, I you know gave an extra tip for that. You know. Okay. What I mean? Okay. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, service. So. All right. I would give it an A plus there. Food. I mean, food was okay. I mean, it wasn't like something like I would be like, all right, I'm gonna go to Cracker Barrel tomorrow. You know. But I didn't have breakfast, so I can't. Hundred percent. Oh, uh, yeah. I had the, the, She sold me on the on the fried chicken part. You know, it looked mm. it looked good. It was okay. You mm. know, it was good. Okay. Um, I've never had anything but breakfast. Oh really? See, I you know, yeah. I got to do something against the grain. Always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's like I mean, there's stuff like it. Their eggs aren't great, right? But like, you get what you pay for, and yeah. it's just like that. It's a good. It's a really good balance of like tastiness plus it's not plus service. Kill your budget. And yeah. yeah, like yeah. I, yeah, I'm I'm a yeah. fan of Cracker Barrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you don't. It's all. It's almost like special too, because I'm at least I don't have any driving distance right. from where I live, so it's always like a special on the road thing. So mm-hmm. I haven't been at Cracker Barrel in like a year. Yeah, it's true. You're yeah. on a road trip, and you're just like, let's stop. You know. Yeah, yeah I got it. Yeah. It's got a little bit of like aura to it. Yeah. For sure. Um, next question is, is Nate Speckman the greatest human being you ever met? Um, I wouldn't say the greatest, but he's in the top five. Wow. Sure. Top yeah. five. That, top that's five. pretty high up there. Phenomenal referee. Phenomenal. <laughs> Phenomenal. Great three count. <laughs> he's mastered Great false, false finish, too. <laughs> Great false finish, too. How does it feel to be looked at like the son of Mike Pekovich always wanted? These aren't fan questions. Man. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> uh, no. I mean, look. You know, look, all kidding aside, I owe a lot to Mike. He's he's kind of groomed me into to you know some of the stuff that I learned of the business. You cool. know, from a videos perspective and stuff. So I, I owe a lot to Mike and Danny because they really taught me a lot about the business. So yeah, um, I'm very I'm very grateful about that. You know, like sometimes I think about seeing something this way. But then they're like, no, try this way. And I'm like, I don't get it. You know, and then I do it. 
and then I see it, and I'm like, oh, man, that makes perfect sense. So, like, right. they've really taught me a lot, and I'm, I'm very appreciative of that. Yeah, you can tell that when we were getting fan submitted questions, there was a select group that we... A select someone, can you guess? Yeah. That we asked. Um, I'm going to have to go with the three that they mm-hmm. released. Okay, I'm going to go with Basil, Trent, and Nate that's submitted. Uh, they all were submitted by... Trent. All by Trent? <laughs> yeah. Wow, what a swerve, man. I thought, <laughs> he sent that Nate question? Yeah. I could have sworn that he would have said something about himself then. Wow. <laughs> That's a swerve. Wow. All right. Are you ready for word association? <sighs> yeah. You know, you know how this goes? Yeah. Uh, I don't... Uh, so one, refresh we'll, my memory. Yeah, we'll, we'll say a word or a name, and then whatever, the first thing that oh, yeah, comes yeah. to your mind, yeah, one word. You just answer as one word answers. answers. Yep. Yep. Okay. I won't be like Nate and do three words. <laughs> It's hard, it, man. It's difficult. I, 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 once I was put on the spot, I'm like, I can't. I <laughs> all right. So, all right. One. Wrestling. Story. Filmmaking. Fun. A-A-W. Redefined. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You like that? Right. I do like that. <laughs> Great. Basil Mahmood. Visionary. Nate Speckman. Smart. Mm. Danny Daniels. Genius. Eddie Kingston. G. <laughs> Jake something. Beast. David Starr. Intelligent. That's, That's it. it. That's all time. You crushed it. I killed yeah, it. Huh? You, you crushed it. Yep. There's no hesitation. Man, I feel great. <laughs> I was like legit nervous. <laughs> it's hard though, man. It's like, man, it's like the first word. It's like, shit. I know. Man, and you don't want the first, yeah. And then you like try to explain the first word. It's like, no, one word. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You did a good job, man. Thanks. Appreciate it, man. There was, there was like, that couldn't have been done any better. Great. How do you feel? I feel great, you know, my cheeks are a little warm because, you know, it's, you know, they're grilling me with questions, but uh, (laughs) I survived. Uh, We got no air in here, but I like it hot, so it, you know, it worked out. (laughs) You were were nervous and you just warmed, you just got... That's how I am, man. Like, in the beginning, I'll be, I'll be a little bit nervous and whatever, and then I'll get over it and then I can't stop talking. So that's that's what happened here, you know, story arc, you know, same way with how how I interact. The bell curve. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, great. All right, but we're not done yet. Okay. Uh, this is your chance to plug away. All right. Um, my Twitter is man. I always forget these things. The Polish Rob is Twitter. Um, Instagram is the number one Polish Rob. Um, mm-hmm. You can find all my stuff for AAW at AAW Pro on YouTube. Yep. Um, Watch it today during lunch. Yeah, there's there's a playlist that we've created just dedicated to stuff I've done. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's so. the one I found. You can binge on that and the Jim Lynham tournament, um, which is the twenty ninth and thirtieth, I believe, Thursday and Friday. Thursday and Friday. Mm-hmm. So that's the next show. But on tap, be on the lookout for the besties coming out. I'm targeting the next two weeks. Tyler Vol's feature is going to be in the next two weeks. So okay. there's going to be a lot of content coming out. I would say in the next three to four weeks. Is the besties one going to be like a little like uh, lighter? In the tone? Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say. Like, it, it's got to fit them, right? Yeah, um, right. And, you know, they have joking personalities, and they, you know, they're, they're fun. Um, 
So like I'm gonna try to make it that way. Like with Eddie, it was you know Eddie's Eddie. So we got to yeah. ma- I had to match the tone to to Eddie. So that's it's it's each individual is different. So sure. I want to match that tone of the film to to what they are. So cool, cool. All right, I think it's time for us to go home as well. You can visit our website for all of our past episodes at twoheelsandface.com. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on social media at Two Heels and a Face on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's number two, Heels and a Face. You can get some Two Heels and a Face merch at prowrestlingtees.com slash Two Heels and a Face. Yep. If you're looking for women's cuts, baby merch, or hoodies, you can visit watermaneuver.net and just search for Two Heels and a Face. Kids last, soon. Right, last but not <laughs> least, if you want a Two Heels and a Face pin, you can get them over at wrestlingwithunicorns.org and you can check out their awesome merch, t-shirts. They're actually launching a new t-shirt called Luchando with Unicorns because Martin is going to Mexico for oh, uh, covering some Gali and GAW. Cool. So, is this nice. his first international? Uh, first? I believe so. Oh, cool. That's yeah. big stuff. Congrats. Yeah. You can rate, review, and subscribe over at... Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and which one did I miss? Oh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud is, SoundCloud main, is our main. home. Uh, but check out <laughs> iTunes, too, if you got an iPhone. And then Spotify, potentially in the future. Yeah, coming next week. In the meantime, <laughs> uh, Wrestling Sub Buffet, hashtag BWGPA, hashtag Push Paco, hashtag Polish Raw Videos during lunch. We could maybe shorten that, shorten that a little bit. How so? I, I tried. Know. <laughs> I don't know. Raw Videos, hashtag Raw Videos. I like, I don't know. We'll work on it. Hashtag, but it's a working but, title. Yeah, but but the message here is: you have a lunch break. Watch Rob videos. You'll enjoy it. You appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. A lot of fun. Fuck what you heard. It's what you hearing. It's what you hearing. Listen. It's what you hearing. Listen. It's what you hearing. Listen. Gonna give it to ya. Fuck, wait for you to get it on your own. X go deliver to ya. Knock, knock, open up the door to spill. If the non stop, pop out and stainless steel. Go hard getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make the motherfucker wonder if you did it. Damn right, can I do it again? I just moved to Avondale, which is like a lot of older Polish families. Okay. They even have Apteka on the Walgreens. No, no way, man. Are you yeah. kidding me? I yep. just marked out right there. I had to look it up. <laughs> That's Did I say that right? No. Yeah, I'll take a, yeah. yeah. That's funny as hell. You gotta be kidding me, really. I swear to God. <laughs>